This is Mary Carey, and you're listening to Tanya Tate Presents MILFs Making Money. This is Tanya Tate. MILFs Making Money. Hello to all you wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is MILFs Making Money. On today's show, do you listen before you answer? And today's guest is Shirley Lara, Chief Operating Officer of Chatterbait.com and we are discussing taking the first steps to becoming a webcam model. So the last couple of weeks... It's been really nice. I took a trip. Woohoo! I took a trip away from home, away from my wonderful, lively, very noisy, energetic son. <laughs> I got breakaway. It was fabulous. It was lovely. You know, for me, once I'm on the trip, that's that's it. The worst part of going on a trip is the packing. It's trying to remember, did I take everything? Have I packed everything? What if I need this? And what if I need that? What if I do this? And what if I go to the pool? And what if it gets cold? And so many things. So I pack some. And then I pack some more. I mean, I don't know how you pack. In the end, I took two suitcases. I was going for two nights in Las Vegas. And I took two suitcases. But to be fair... I was also going to be shooting some content and I was also going to be doing a little bit of shopping, (laughs) some birthday shopping. So yeah, once I got past that packing stage, it's, it's like plain sailing then, isn't it? Plenty of time to get to the airport. And then once I get to Las Vegas, it's time for the relaxation party. Sounds like I'm partying 24-7. No, it was just nice. When I first got there the first day, I went for a spa. And I have to tell you, this spa was fabulous. It was in um, Caesar's Palace Hotel. Caesar's Palace, did I just say that right? I feel like I'm a, feel like a, a princess, a queen. Oh, hey. Um, went to Caesar's and they have this fabulous spa there. And literally I went in and got into the the jacuzzi, the big jacuzzi, it was really nice, just these hot bubbles just shooting at you, and all you wear at the edge is like the robe and the slippers, and then I had a facial, oh, this facial was fabulous, it was a 24 carat Cleopatra facial, it's not very often I get a facial, I go in there and she's like, when's the last time you got a facial, I was like, <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, we have two different meanings of facials. And I'm like, yeah, it's been a while. 
Oh, she put this facial on me. It was hydrating. She quoted me all these numbers, but of course I wasn't listening. I was too busy thinking, I'm just relaxing, floating. And she put the facial on me. It was, it just looked like gold pieces, like it, like it looked like gold eye mask, like all these different pieces of a big gold eye mask that went on your face. And I lay there, she did a, a, like this paraffin hand soak and this paraffin foot soak where they put like, like wax basically in a plastic bag and they stick it over your hand. It sounds that posh, doesn't it? But it's just, they stick it in and stick it on your hands and you, you come out and your skin's dead soft. I was fine going to Vegas. It's so dry. It completely dries out my skin, my hands, everything. So this was like the perfect way to start, just putting all the hydration back in. And I have to say, I come out of that. My skin looked amazing. It was just glowing. And I didn't want to wash my face. I wasn't going to wash my face that night because I was going to wash the products off the next morning. I'm like, I've got to wash this face. And I have to say, it looked fabulous for the whole of the time. And even when I got back, it, it just looked glowing. Sometimes it's like taking that stress away, just taking that downtime and away from the noise. I have a lot of noise in my house. Away from the noise. My house is very well lived in. <laughs> but there's a lot of noise. Mainly, it's mainly my son. Aussie, age four, very loud. But I have to say... Going back to Las Vegas, it was fabulous. Another highlight was the shopping. Oh, yes, I went shopping and I had to call upon a friend to come and help me. What I love about shopping, here's the things I love about shopping, is being able to try the clothes on, take the camera in the changing rooms. I always do this. Take the pictures, take the little videos. And I'm like, what do you think? What do you think? Well, I didn't need that, even though I did do it. Of course, I did it for my content, uh, for my premium social media content, <coughs> OnlyFans. They will be seeing that on my OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I love sharing everything that I do. But I had a friend, so I would come out of the changing room in the bright pink one-piece bikini, a, swim, a swimsuit. What do you think of this? And I think just by looking at my friend's face, his eyes, I was like, I think this one's a keeper. But it was fabulous. I went to Guess. I went to, oh, oh, yes. Michael Kors. I had my eye on these trainers and um, sneakers, as you call them. Found them, wore them, put them on. I was like, put the old shoes in that bag, put them on. I felt like I was walking on air. It. it was just lovely. Of course, my friend, I, I have to say, he was very, very good at holding the bags. I had them trudging around everywhere. And of course, I had my fabulous shoes on that were like walking on air. He ended up with a blister. So I have to say, I think he definitely did a good job for me. I mean, would you have been able to do a good job? Would you have been able to carry my shopping bags for me? <laughs> I can hear some of you going, yes, yes, yes. Well, you never know. Next time I'm in Vegas, I might be calling on you to take me shopping. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, of course, no trip to Las Vegas is without a little bit of content. I'm in that hotel room, I'm all alone, and of course I have to do something. So I called on one of my friends to come to the room and I said, I have a task for you before you come. Bring me two cupcakes. And he's like, I'm not sure where you get them from. I'm thinking, 
just go to a shop you'll find them supermarket anywhere i found some he said he brought me these two little cupcakes i have to say cupcakes birthday playing around with that frosting it was great it was a lot of fun and i can't wait to share some of those pictures with you um or maybe I'll put them on some of my regular social media. Maybe you'll have to um, go to my premium social media. Of course, my premium social media. I'm always doing what I can for you guys and girls because I do have girls on there. Sex Panther, OnlyFans, you know. If you're on over there, you're going to have a whole lot of treat that you can be seeing and looking back on. So being in Las Vegas, just to get from one place to the other, you have to walk through a hotel. And think about those noises. I'm just shutting my eyes now and I'm just thinking about all the noises. I can hear the people. Doo, 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 doo. I can hear like movement of suitcases. I can hear the slap machines bleeping, bleeping. I can hear the people on the roulette table when the number comes up or the cards and they've just won against the dealer and it's a big hey. There's so much noise going on. Then there's the music in the background. There's just different everywhere you walk around. You're walking past the restaurant. You're walking past shops. You're just walking past loud people. There's so much noise going on. But sometimes you can just blot it all out. You know, you can just focus on the things that you want to focus on. And then to come back home, it's like... Now, it's a different kind of noise, but that noise is there. It's there. And trying to catch up on the work, you know, you go away for a few days. I've got a whole day of packing. Come back. I've still got another half a day of unpacking because now I've got to put everything back, do the washing, put everything back where it goes. And now, of course, I brought some new stuff home with me, so I need to find space for them, wash and find space in the closet. Yeah, that new handbag did take a bit of a, a big space. I had a fabulous birthday, by the way. A fabulous pre-birthday birthday. And now I'm back and the noise is here. But I have to say, just thinking about the noise, it's like appreciation, you know, the noise in the casino. Well, thank you for being in the casino. Thank you for having that time out where I can go and have a little bit of a, an escape and relax. Of course, a few drinks, a bit of shopping, a spa, some downtime. And then I come back home with the noise. Well, the noise is thank you for the family. Thank you for my son. Thank you that I have people in my life that love me. People and animals. Animals make noise too, especially my dog, Millie. She wants your attention. Sometimes she wants to go outside. She sits at the back door. There's noise. There's always noise. But through that noise... Do you actually hear things? I mean, even if it's not physical noise, even if I'm sitting down and I'm scrolling through my social media, there's noise, it's coming at me. It's things from the computer, there's that social media noise, there's things going on, there's something happening at the Oscars. It's like, didn't watch it, but I saw what happened on social media. That noise, do you participate in the noise? Do you listen? Do you have people talking to you? Do you only hear what you want to hear? But do you listen before you answer? Or are you quick to jump in and give your two pennies worth? Just sit back and think of a memory when you were 
or maybe weren't listened to. I mean, I'm sitting back now and I'm thinking of going back in school. This was easy, wasn't it? Because you knew which teachers you liked best and which teachers you didn't really like. And thinking about it, probably the teachers that you liked best, were they the ones that listened when you had a problem or you wanted to raise an issue? Can you remember going to the teacher and telling them something and you wanting them to give you a solution or take an action or fix the problem or just listen to you? I mean, there were those teachers that had the blinkers on, didn't they? And no matter what you say, you knew they weren't going to listen. Like, you're going to raise an issue and they've got the blinkers on and it's like they're too busy in their own world. You know, I know there were some teachers and I felt ignored. I felt like maybe I was wasting my breath saying it. I'm thinking about if those teachers had listened, it would have made it easier. It would have come up with a solution. It would have made me appreciate them more rather than them just do 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 going through the motions you know but what about you do you listen they say if you're quick to listen you'd be slow to speak and you'll be slow to anger other times you're listening to someone and someone's saying something, you're not listening and you're like, you're not, you're just giving a reply back really fast and then the anger's coming out and it's all building up. But do you really give an answer before you're listening? Is that going to be the best answer? I mean, why should you listen? You want to listen so you can hear. You can hear not just the words, but you can understand what's being said to you. And you listen to see if you can make a difference. You know, if you listen before you respond and the conversation flows, it's, it's like a really powerful tool. But it's not always easy to listen. I, I am the worst listener. I try. <laughs> I, I, I do try and listen. I'm going to make a concerted effort. I love this. So come on, it's like practice what you preach, Tanya. I come on and I, I, I do it. It's like food for thought, isn't it? But then it's that food for thought, put it into action. It's, it's really not easy to listen. So I tried it. I tried it yesterday. So I've got Maria and she's talking. And she's talking about something. And I'm like, instead of just like finishing her sentences or jumping in, I listened to her. I was like, okay. And I did more nod head and then more yep, 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 yep in the middle of it. And after I thought, I wonder how that made her feel, whether she felt she was more listened to yesterday. I really appreciate it when people listen to me. Ozzy's been going to occupational therapy. He had an assessment done. They've found that he, he needs some help with his sensory, with his gross motor skills, his fine motor skills, and they're going to work on it. But, you know, he had his assessment with one therapist. We took him back for his first session with the with a different therapist because we, we had to change the time because the time for the original therapist was, I was going to have to take him out of school every single week for six months. And I was like, uh, I don't think the benefit outweighs by just dragging him out of school. Like, things he's going to miss out on. And I thought, well, if we can do it at a different time, we can we just got to change the therapist okay let's change the therapist no problem but when I went in 
the new therapist said well what are we working on and I'm thinking hmm how the hell do I know what we're working on because that's why I brought him here because you're supposed to be telling me so I'm thinking hmm sitting here scratching my head I'm like I'm ready to listen to what you've got to say it, it was a bit of a stalemate at first so I, I after the session I, I called up the office and I spoke to the receptionist and she, she's really good and I have to say this receptionist listened to everything that I had to say she really listened she didn't interrupt me she listened until I could explain everything what had gone on and come in and this happened and that happened bloody 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 blah and it felt good it was like good to just get it out I knew that she'd listened and what had happened is the original therapist although she'd done the report she hadn't give us all access to the plan so when I'd gone in, I hadn't seen the report and I didn't know the plan. The new therapist didn't see the plan. So it's kind of like a bit of confusion. But when I go in this week, I know that I've been listened to and I know I'll be ready. I've now got the report and I'll be ready to listen to the plan. And I can't wait. It's going to be great for Ozzy. You always hear me talking about him. You can see him on my YouTube channel. We we did um, a, a YouTube live and Inst Instagram live and YouTube live. And um, if you do want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tanya Tube. And my Instagram, uh, it's a new Instagram. They hide me because that's what Instagram do. They don't like people like me. So they put all the fakes all above me at the top and you have to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and eventually you'll find me. I'm the one with the most followers. Tanya Tate XO on Instagram. Type it in, don't try searching. On there you'll see the lives, the lives that we do. And Ozzy is just, I can't even hear myself when we're doing a, a live stream. He's jumping on me, he's wrestling with me. He's, he's this amazing character. It's like, but you're like, how do you, how do you cope? It's like, it's so noisy, but he's amazing. So I'm really, I'm really excited that these are going to give him some tools so he can help calm himself down sometimes because he, he's not a good listener. He doesn't do first time listening. So Ozzy's going to be working on his listening. I'm going to be working on my listening. Are you going to be working on your listening? Listening, really, it requires a slow pace. It's not all about, oh, let's be quick to give advice. It's more, be quick to listen silently. Be ready to listen and hear. You know, that person is, 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 is wanting you to hear what they're saying. Take a deep breath. You have to make a choice to listen. When you're loud, when you choose to be loud, you're making a choice to not listen because your noise is overpowering. Slow down. Take a pause. And just when you slow down your speed, it's easier to listen. When you slow down your anger, you're slow to anger. Maybe it's very uncomfortable what they're saying to you. Slow it down. I want to tell you, remember... Be quick to listen, be slow to speak, be slow to anger. So today, I want you 
to listen to those people around you. Think of my words, it's like, listen with love. If you think about it like that, picture a heart, picture whatever you have to listen, even if it's something you don't want to hear. Breath, slow. I know you can do it. I know we can listen and we can love each other. Coming up next on Tanya Tate Presents MILF's Making Money, myself and Shirley Lara, Chief Operating Officer of Chatterbait.com, are discussing taking the first steps to becoming a webcam model. You are listening to Tanya Tate Presents MILF's Making Money and we are discussing how to become a webcam model. I have with me the Chief Operating Officer of what is recognised as the best live cam site operating today. The site's been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Vice and Wired along with numerous adult entertainment publications. Welcome, Shirley Lara of Chatterbait.com to the Mills Making Money podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> thank you, Shirley, for coming on. It's great that I get to see you. Yeah, no, I'm pumped to be here. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're so welcome. And I think we probably last saw each other Exotica. Chatterbait had a big booth. You always have a big booth, but you had a big booth at Exotica and you were hosting the Vivid Radio and we were streaming live from your booth from the Exotica show floor. Yeah, you know, it's it's so funny you mentioned Exotica. There was a time when we had like a small little booth and and we were like the new kids on the block and we were trying to figure it out and slowly as our site grew, our booth grew and you know we uh, started working with Vivid and, and running commercials, and then they came up with a brilliant idea of, let's do Vivid Radio at your booth. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's get all the top talent at our booth, absolutely. Let's have them mingle with our broadcasters. And you know, the fans would love it, the broadcasters will love it, because they look up to so many of the stars like you and you know, the, the you know, Stormy Daniels and the Tara Patricks, they, they, you know, they really idolize non-broadcasters pro talent. <laughs> oh, you're so kind. It was great. It was, it was fun. It was, you know, we had a spot and for me, your booth is always seems to be the biggest. It, it really does. You know, now it's Chatterbait. We, we've, we've not even talked about how Chatterbait started, but you know, now today you really are, you know, one of the biggest known names in the adult industry when it comes to webcamming. Yeah, you know, and, and I don't think that was an accident. You know, I honestly, I, I've been an adult for, gosh, for such a long time. It was a natural push to, to see broadcasters, you know, kind of earning more because like way back in the day, um, affiliates used to get the high payouts. And so when we were starting Chatterbait, we were kind of like, okay, like we could build the most amazing platform because at the core of our business, we are a software development company. Really, that's the reality. But if we don't have people on our platform, 
we're that's it. We're we're just a platform. We're not a community. So we came in with the mentality of, okay, let's give broadcasters the high payouts. Let's figure out a way for them to also earn affiliate revenue because um, around that time, social media marketing was really starting to take off. So we wanted to enable our broadcasters to also capitalize on their social accounts. And so that's exactly what we did. If you make an account on chatterbait.com, not only are you a broadcaster, you're also an affiliate. It's one account and vice versa. If you're an affiliate, you're also a broadcaster. It's the same signup form. We really wanted to empower our broadcasters uh, to really earn from their fan base. So it's like, it's like a, a double whammy of cash that's going to be coming in. Yeah, really, really. You know, And I, I really contribute that type of mentality to Chatterbait's growth, you know, was really empowering our broadcasters. So let's go back. I know I just love it. It's like, there's, there's never a right way to do an interview. It's like, whatever works, whatever goes. But I want to know about you, Shirley, you know, tell us, how did you first get involved with computers and programming? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my grandfather was in the army. He was kind of like essentially one of the first developers in the state of California. Way, 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 way back then, computers used to take up a whole entire room. And, you know, the way the internet was developed was a way for the different bases to be able to communicate without it being traced. So my grandfather was part of that. Then my dad uh, had a terrible accident um, while he was hiking. Uh, when he was a teenager and was stuck at home. So he kind of also picked up engineering. And then naturally, you know, just being surrounded by technology as a teenager, I just kind of picked up things here and there. I built like a website. Then I started to build galleries because at the time I was the only, you know, I think I was like 14 or 15. It was a while ago when, when most people didn't have a digital camera, but I did. And so we would go to parties and stuff like that. And um, instead of sending all my friends the, the photos, I just started to build galleries. And then my friends could access the galleries with the password. And then I decided, let's, you know, let's make the page prettier. How do I want to, you know, make uh, banners? Can we get this page to load faster? It's, it's taking so long with all these images. What can I do to fix that? So naturally, you know, here and there, you know, my dad taught me. And then um, next thing I knew, I was like 18 and was kind of debating on going to school, but I was kind of really interested in, you know, technology. And this is before Fortune 500 companies were having websites. Like it just was still a very new era. So at that time, there was a company. It was like celebrityhardcore.com, femalestars.com. I can't remember the the affiliate program that was with it, but they needed someone, you know, to kind of help a little bit um, with the back end, also have the interest in celebrities, so, you know, write articles and such. So I kind of filled um, a role for them. And there, it's, I kind of like really learned how to make money off my skills and, and really started to learn the importance of like, um, a good design, you know, you want to get those click throughs, what can we do to change on on the design aspect uh, to get the surfer engaged and get to the join page and pull out a credit card. So there I kind of fine tuned my craft and then started to learn about affiliate marketing. And it was like, whoa, okay, we, we provide the content, 
affiliate provides the traffic, we share the profits in that sale. And that just kind of opened the door to the industry. That's just amazing. It's like starting at such a young age and, you know, like pottering around and practicing and, and having it's the support as well, you know, in the family. I, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. At, at a time when it, it just probably... I'm, when I'm thinking back, I'm thinking that was probably, I'm going to say because we're both women, that was probably more like a man's job as well. Like computers years ago, it was probably very ma- masculine based. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's actually quite refreshing to see the change from then to today. Um, you know, seeing more female engineers, it's absolutely amazing. It, it is. It's great. I'm glad you've been one. You it feel like you're one of our pioneers, Shirley. <laughs> Oh gosh, it's, 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 uh, you know, I, I understand it, but it, it always sounds so weird when I hear that. <laughs> you are. So Shirley, tell us, how did you become involved with Chatterbait? And then how did you become the chief operating officer shortly after their debut? You know, way back when, when I started, I was so young. Um, I didn't really, the majority of the people that owned the websites um, were one male two, much older than I. And I really didn't want to hang out with the older men. I wanted to hang out with people my own age. And, you know, the people that my own age and were and that were women happened to also be, you know, talent. So I was really good friends with tons of people, you know, that were models in the industry. And a lot of them were already doing live cam shows. It was kind of an era of like solo girl websites. You know, like the Kate's Playground, the Leah 19s, the, you know, where one website is based around one girl instead of having multiple people featured. And they were already doing webcams for their members. And it was kind of like a natural push where piracy was kind of a, a big thing back then. And one thing you can't really pirate is live, you know, that interaction. Sure, you could pirate the show, but you can't, that interaction that happens, that's special. And so when Chatterbait came to me and said, Hey, we have a good idea, you know, and it was a business plan. You know, I didn't walk into Chatterbait where it was already established and live. I walked in when it was still a business plan and, you know, they needed my help to not only get people on the website, but to also get the traffic, which was perfect because so many of my friends were already models and they were already doing webcam shows. And from you know my history with affiliate marketing, it was just, um, it was very natural. And, yeah. and I got lucky. It was a very natural push. Well, it was your part of your journey. I, people say I got lucky. Shirley, that was your journey. You know, that was where you are destined to be. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I feel like I look at my career and the different stepping stones that led me to where I am today is great, you know, and, and to see the people's success on their platform, on our platform, makes it special because I'm the, everyone's biggest cheerleader. You know, when I get those emails of like, hey, can you give me an income verification letter? Um, you know, I need it for the loan. I'm about to buy a house. And I'm like, yes, that's amazing. You know, I love those emails or they finish college and, 
you know, one that immediately comes to mind. So I, we had a broadcaster who finished her PhD, you know, debt free. Uh, she's no longer on the platform, but she's one of those college students that, you know, paid her way through school, was able to, you know, use her platform with the hours of to work her own time and, and graduate debt free and go into a new job and a new career. Uh, you know, we, yeah. we love those stories. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's something that webcamming can provide you with a, a form of income choosing your own hours and there's a whole lot more we're, we're going to go a little bit more into that shortly but I want to know more about you still like what is your role at Chatterbate and you know how do you support the performers yeah so let's see number one immediately comes to mind is fixing problems <laughs> uh that and I'm really uh, at ground zero with our broadcasters. You know, I had mentions that you know we're a software development company at our core. Uh, but I have I'm lucky that I get to go to the exoticas, I get to go to the AVNs, I get to go to all the expos, and you know, hang out, have dinner, and have intimate conversations about the platform. And I take you know what we talk about. Uh, and whether it be, you know, the whole TikToks, that whole wave, the whole Instagram stories, content creation, live streaming, uh, social media, I, I take all of that information and we, we talk about future trends, current trends, what can make Chatterbait better. And then I take that back to the office and, and we kind of analyze the feedback. And uh, I love that. It's the best of having an amazing idea starting from our broadcasters and being able to deliver it from the technology aspect and adding it to the platform. So it's like that big thing, isn't it? It's like listening to your users, listening to those people that are there on the platform. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's two separate conversations between the employees and our broadcasters, but we need to listen on both sides. And it's really important, particularly that we listen to our broadcasters because, you know, they're, they're the ones who are using the platform. They're the ones who have a good idea, direction, needs, and, and trends. I feel yeah. like I'm a mother of two. I don't TikTok. I don't, I barely Instagram. I'm old school. Give me Facebook and I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I got a TikTok account and I thought, okay, I'll, I'll do something with this TikTok. And it's like, okay, then my son, he's four, he comes on and it's like, okay, I want the Spider-Man theme song. I'm like, well, we did that the other one, but I want Spider-Man. And then he puts like Spider-Man stickers all over like your face. And I'm like, Okay, probably not quite the sexy appeal that people are going to want to see. So I didn't kind of quite go down the typical performer TikTok. But I guess it's not going to get deleted <laughs> because it's not sexy enough. <laughs> so here we have Chatterbait. You've been there right from the beginning. You've built this up to this amazing platform that it is today. And, you know, people are making money. You know, that's that's really what life is about enjoying, but it's also about having the finances to be able to enjoy your life. Someone's going to be sitting here now. People are going to be listening and you're like, okay, webcamming, how do I get started? So, so what does someone do to get started as a webcam model? You know, I think first things first, it's high-speed internet, laptop and a desktop, 
and a webcam. We always tell people who are thinking about getting started is don't go out and buy the fancy equipment. You know, get your feet wet, develop a fan base, create an Amazon wish list account because it's amazing to see the fans want to improve the cam shows for their favorite broadcaster. And I use the term broadcaster because camming is just not women only. You know, our platform is open to men, women, couples, transgender, those in between, you know, so we use the term broadcaster, but fans really want to see their favorite broadcaster succeed. So instead of going out and spending all this money, you know, allow the community to help you along the way and feel included in your cam shows. Those are the essentials, webcam, internet, and laptop. Yeah. I know for me, you know, I'm not on a webcam platform per se, but I do still do a form of webcam because I do one-on-one video chats. It's just webcam in in a different kind of way. But yeah, it's like getting on and I, my speed, it was like buffer and everything. So I'm like, let's get this speed really hiked up because it's, you know, you want to give the fan as, as clear a picture as you possibly can, you know, and even lights, you know, like, I got something from Amazon, just like a little ring light that you can stick on the on the desktop. So if I want to go into the room that's really quiet, but it's kind of a bit dark, it's it's just a cheapy light. Just stick it on. It's lighting's important as well. Yeah, and, and you know when it comes to lighting too, you can also you know take the lampshade off your lamp. You know, and people are not going to see how you're generating your light. You know, we can get the equipment later, but use what's around you, you know, and just take the lampshade off and, you know, put it behind or next. And, you know, until you get uh, good lighting, whether it be in front of you, next to you, depending on how you're sitting, how you're positioned, play around with it. Yeah. And so what are the, some of the things that you need to be taken into account when you're going to get started? You know, I, we, I'm going to mention piracy again. You know, that, that is a fear uh, and something that should be talked about. It's the ability for people to record your cam shows, not just on Chatterbait, but every platform. We're not special. It, this is something that every platform faces. However, it's a sexy secret. You know, keep the secret to yourself. If you're not, you know... Uh, loud and proud about it, don't tell your best friend or or someone because that sexy secret is so good, you're going to run the risk of, you know, other people knowing what you're doing. But if you don't tell anyone about it, and your shows get recorded, there's two things. One, no, there's uh, millions and millions of usernames. How are they going to associate your camming with an unknown alias. I mean, it's virtually impossible. Uh, and because, you know, you don't register with a real name, like your real name, you always sign up with an alias. How are they really going to find you? So the idea is keep your sexy secret to yourself. And in the event you find your stuff floating around, we do offer a DMCA service. And DMCA is basically a, an ability to get the content removed off the internet if you do find yourself recorded. So we do offer that service. However, but keep the secret to yourself. You know, there, you don't want to lose a good friend. And it, it's just such a good secret that, you know, 90% of the time someone can't keep it to themselves. 
yeah that that's the hard part isn't it it's like coming in it's like you you can you can sit down there you can choose a stage name so when you say alias it's like choose a stage name or like choose something that's not already being used yeah because you, you know my name tanya tate is trademarked and i've seen it like i don't even know which platform it was on but there's suddenly there's a tanya tate in south america somewhere and i'm like that's not happening because i've got my name trademarked i was able to remove get that that profile removed or i i guess they probably just changed the name it was some random studio i think that just thought hey i'm gonna choose that name so it's it is it's choosing a name that's not being used before because you don't want someone coming to you and being like hey that's my name i'm already using it and then you've got to go back and change all your social media yeah but yeah you know if you've got a a fake name if you like you know an alias a stage name if you do get reposted it's just on your alias name so no one's really going to put two and two together unless it's like you know for me I did I did do that webcam thing you know at the beginning I had the solo girl website how things have changed I've still got it tanyatate.com but I don't update anything anymore but what I would do I would simultaneously live stream on my member site and it would go on to one of the the webcam platforms as well yeah so i could have people that would pay per minute on the webcam Mm -hmm. um platform and members that could get to see it for free and the amount of times they would just lift them and replace them place them on all the piracy websites so you'd be constantly seeing yourself reposted i'm like it's 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 a very interactive, you know, I'm talking to the camera, I'm talking to the people, I'm saying the name. So I guess people still like to watch it, but it's not, it's not the same effect as it as watching it live. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Getting on board and getting yourself started, you know, it's really a lot of hard work and someone might be listening and be thinking, great, I'm going to get on, I'm going to become a webcam model, got me, me, camera i've got my computer i've got my laptop i'm registered on a platform i've got my name i've got my social media set up right let's start making all the money but there's a lot more there's shirley let's talk about the hard work that you need to put into it yes consistency consistency is key i think when you're first starting it's important to play around with the times you're most successful at uh you don't know what you're demographic sometimes you know you might be popular in europe you know i germans love mexicans so we started to notice (laughs) who would have known (laughs) we started to notice you know uh the latin community does really good with with germans and and so it's just like little things like that or you don't know who your demographic is really going to be so if you're not successful during a certain time period you know, switch it up. Maybe try camming late at night or early in the morning, mid-afternoon. But you have to try around to see what works best for you. And, you know, the idea is to talk. People love to hear their usernames verbally said from broadcasters. So don't be shy when you're starting to say, hey, so-and-so, and and just go down the list of people who are entering your room, you know, and talk. Talk, 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 talk. It sounds silly, but I think camming, it's maybe 95%, you know, talking and interaction and just conversation and maybe the 5% sexuality aspect of it, which is wild because you think it would be reversed of like 95% sexuality, but no, no, it's, it's not. And particularly with 
with COVID more, more than ever, people, you know, wanted that interaction. People couldn't leave their house. I, I couldn't tell you how many times I heard from broadcasters say, yeah, you know, some of my fans would tell me that I'm the only person that they they saw and talked to during certain time periods. Yeah, that's, you, you wouldn't think that like sitting there thinking, oh yeah, it's all a lot of talking. I, I love to talk, you know, <laughs> being, I'm going from being a host of a weekly radio show, you know, that was live, Vivid Radio on Sirius XM. And you would sit there on some weeks, the phones, the phone lines were broken. And you come in and you're like, okay, Christy Canyon was on before me. And she'd be like, the phones are not working. I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so literally I'd have a whole hour, you know, I haven't got the fans calling in and we're doing like a virtual jerk off. I've not got any of that. It's all about me entertaining the fans. And you could think of some creative ways. You had to come up with creative ideas. You know, I always had a question of the day. I always had a theme. Um, so there was some kind of theme going on. And, you know, I talk about, you know, whatever it, it gets sexy, get dirty. And sometimes I just literally jump onto my Twitter, my Instagram, because people would leave comments for me. So they, and I would read them out or I would use like little seeds to come up with like naughty erotic stories. But somehow you got through that hour. You you, you just got to be creative. And if, if you're on the spot and something's broken or it's not working, you just got to come up with it. Yeah, yeah. roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is a lot of hard work. And sometimes you're sitting there and, you know, I, I see it even with like my OnlyFans and my Sex Panther and I see the numbers and I see the figures and I'm thinking, I look back and I'm like, oh, last month the figures were so much, you know, bigger and I was bringing in more cash and and sometimes you know you're sitting in it's hard you know not to get discouraged because there's two things for me as a performer it's like not get discouraged when you're looking at your stats and also sometimes like some of those fans can be mean so you know what advice have you got for that uh, so we have the ability where you can either ban someone from your chat room or you can silence someone from your chat room. And our system will recognize if someone is continuously getting silenced or banned in various chat rooms during a session, their account will um, not be temporarily disabled. They just won't be able to chat for a certain time period. And we call it a cool off period for that, for that person. If you're going into different chat rooms and you're ruffling feathers, you need to, a cool off period before you can come back. Um, so we, we offer that. Um, and there's a lot of bots too, uh, without jumping in and not being too technical. We have apps and bots on Chatterbait. We're the only cam site to offer that. And um, apps will go ahead and go with the flow uh, of, your, of your cam show. So let's say you launch the Hangman app. Now you're going to play a game with your chat room. That's for the show. Bots help with the chat room. So you can launch three three bots and one app. Bots vary from, um, let's say you don't want certain words used in your chat room. They will go ahead and remove those words from, and you will never see those words in your chat room. So they kind of help with the flow of the chat room while apps help with your stream. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because it's it's like that, you know, and like you can put certain words into Twitter or Instagram and you can kind of keep them hidden because, you know, it's some some of those trolls, they'll come in with the same words and you're just like, no, you are not going to be calling me that. (laughs) So it's it's nice that, you know, we could we can kind of blank it out. So so what about, you know, someone to try and keep positive because, you know, I know what it's like. Let's talk about at the end of the day as a performer you you're going to be looking at that money how much are you making you know you've been on you've put in this much hours this much work and you know sometimes the money's up here and sometimes the money's down there so how do you keep being encouraged to keep going yeah there's you know number one it's always kind of be yourself you know you it takes a toll to play a character but always be yourself and remember that, you know, there's someone for everyone. There's a broadcaster on our platform. She's pushing 70 and she's killing it, you know? And, and so realize that don't compare yourself to the skinny person that's on the platform and and have the mentality of, I need that figure to be successful because that's completely wrong. And that was one of the things when I was managing solo girl websites was that we had a model that was BBW and her conversions were just as good as like someone else who was much thinner than her. And it was early on that I had that realization, you know, there's someone for everyone, not every that society does not, we don't share the ideal cookie cutter idea of what's hot. And that's what's beautiful about webcamming. It's that there's someone for everyone. And with Chatterbait, we're, last time I checked with our traffic ranking, I wanna say we were like number 10, top 10 websites in the United States, just to give you an idea of how much traffic is coming to Chatterbait. We, we definitely do offer the traffic, but if you wanna take it one step further, I highly um, recommend everyone getting on Reddit. You know, there's so many sub groups um, that are targeted towards webcamming. I think Chatterbaits, we don't run it internally. A broadcaster does. And last, I think there's like 60, 70,000 subscribers to that. So, I mean, if you want to narrow in and get targeted traffic to your chat room, because if you post an image on a subreddit subreddit forum and they follow you to chatterbait they're they're already interested in you opposed to someone where we bring in the traffic to chatterbait and, and there's a lot going on the person who's following you is more likely to tip you so we highly recommend people you know posting images on social utilizing reddit and and finding out those uh live cam forums or the chatterbait forum there and posting images and generating an interest in you because uh, that person is has a higher probability of tipping you opposed to the person who's directly coming to chatterbait.com. Because they've already taken those steps to click, to kind of follow you and they, they want to see you. They're not just landing on the platform and being like, oh, look, she looks okay. Let's take a look at her. Or... Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's more targeted. And yeah, that's that's great that you you've, you've brought that up, you know, there's diversity, there's inclusion on the platform, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like, you know, what sexuality you are, there's somebody, there's always somebody that wants to interact, 
that is going to be turned on by you in some different way or other even if it's more friendship all the way right through to extreme sexuality you know there's always somebody that is going to be interested in you exactly i i love cams for that because it's it's such a diverse community particularly on our platform and it's nice to be able to highlight everyone so if you go to our homepage we're the only cam site that will Mix in everyone. The homepage will feature anyone who is interesting. It doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter your nationality. It doesn't matter um, any of that. We just want to feature interesting people on the homepage. So if you go to the homepage, you'll see trans, you'll see men, you'll see women, you'll see couples. We just want to feature people um, who are interesting. And we're the only campsite to do that. And then from a fan's point of view then, there is a filter so then they can go in and filter then they can put in kind of the things that they're looking for in the content creator and then it fine tunes yeah so there's different tabs so we have like the featured which is the home page then there's the women home page men home page uh, trans home page and then we have tags and region so you could go ahead and plug in your filters and then um, it will filter out anything that you're not interested in because the goal is to show the fan what what they want to see and what they're interested in and also speaking of trans too we also recently just um, launched a subcategories because trans the umbrella phrase trans is is grown um, which is amazing, you know? So now if you are trans or you're looking for something more specific, we have trans feminine, trans mask, and non-binary. Just because we started to realize there was major growth in that department and uh, we wanted to not only help broadcasters better gender identify, but we also wanted to help fans who are into something very hyper-specific to help them yeah. get what they want. That's good. See, it's just so much inclusion. And as we're moving forward, it's great to see that, you know, Chatterbait is is offering that and providing that platform for both the fans and the creators. Yeah, we did a full audit, actually. I was doing paperwork for my daughter's uh, school. They had a non-binary option. It was female, male, non-binary. And I was like, wow, that's really progressive. We don't even offer that. And one thing led to another. We decided, you know, we should kind of maybe do, I don't know, maybe an internal audit, maybe like a crash course on gender sexuality. You know, we're, I'm a cis woman is the reality of it. I'm married to a guy. I don't know if, if we are hip and educated enough um, to do it internally. So we hired Dr. Angela Jones, she has her PhD in, in gender studies. She's a professor in New York. Uh, she wrote a book um, about the industry. She was also a sex worker herself. So we asked her to give us a crash course, me, the owners, and some of the other executives. And um, ultimately, we restructured our advertising. We wanted to, it wasn't intentional, but we realized we weren't featuring trans or men in, in our advertising, and which is kind of silly considering that our platform is very inclusive. 
So um, we decided to, okay, we, we're going to make a point for every third or, or fourth ad that we put out there with ABN or XBiz, we're going to feature a male or someone who's trans and, and include them in our advertising materials too. So, you know, that's something that we, we did, but it was an internal audit and we all got a crash course on gender studies, which was much needed. Great. That's, that sounds good. I, I love this inclusion and it's like being there to offer and that's great because it's I, I do remember the ads you know me sitting there and flicking through the magazines it was you know a lot of the typical let's say the typical webcam or porn girl that you'd you'd think of um but so much has changed and so from listening from a, a content creator's point of view it's great to know that when the advertising is going out there it's not just your atypical person now it's more well this this is or the people that you can find, you know? Yeah, yeah. For, for me, I'm sitting here now and I'm like, MILF's making money. For, I'm the MILF and I'm making money and it's my podcast, you, you know? But I think as soon I'm, I'm going to be having different people on as well. I, I do have people that are not just MILF, so maybe different kinds of people. You've got me thinking, Shirley. <laughs> it's people, people making money, content creators. So... Let's talk about what are some of the pitfalls of webcamming? I think doxing is one. You know, I think that's not special to camming. I think, you know, that's just uh, in, just for our industry um, in general. You know, when you're sending out images um, or you're putting them out in the Internet, you know, to be careful that you don't have that location. You know, now with Apple, you you know, you can look at the information and it'll tell you where the image was shot, which is kind of scary. You have to be careful with that. You know, I don't know if that's particular to Chatterbait. It just might be as camming and just general and just overall safety for even what in the industry. <laughs> yeah, just keep yourself safe, you know, it's keep yourself online. Yeah. It, it's I, I, so many fans, so many fans, their fantasies, like they want to meet up in real life, you know, IRL. It's just like, okay, as soon as they say that, and you're just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't ask me. I'm sitting here on a campsite, you know, I'm sitting here on a virtual video. This is, this is what we're doing. And I think sometimes people want to try and overstep the mark and push it. And, you know... I, I'm going to say something. I was listening to a BBC documentary. I was listening to kind of this week's panorama and it was about people that were getting attacked and raped. This, this is something that I was listening to and they, you know, they were, they were talking about it and they said the most, um, a lot of people are meeting up with people that they're finding online and then the, you know, the attacks are taking place and you sit there and you think, really, that's like, that's like the highest percentage of rapes is like meeting people online. Yeah, it, it's, and it's, scary. it's scary and it's shocking. So I think that's it's also just... one of the beauties about the ABNs and the Exoticas. It's like it's a safe zone. So if someone really wants to meet you in person. It's like, OK, I'm going to be here. It's a public setting, you know, uh, with Chatterbait and our booth. You know, we have security there. And uh, if they want to meet, uh, you know, someone, it's a safe zone. We have two dedicated securities at our booth at all times. So if anyone needs to go to the bathroom, they're escorted or, you know, we do model appreciation dinners. 
but that's not publicized. We never give away the location and we emphasize this is for models only. Please don't invite your fans because maybe one fan tells another fan. So um, it's very clear that it's for models and to utilize our security. If someone is making you feel uncomfortable, like let us know. We have come up with the term Dennis. And we tell everyone who comes to our booth, our broadcasters' jobs are to be hot, to be fun, to be, you know, um, playful. If someone is bothering you and I come up to you and say, hey, is everything okay? They're not going to want to be a jerk and say, yeah, this guy or this person is like making me uncomfortable. So we came up with the code word Dennis. So if I notice someone is lingering too long, I will look over and I'll be like, hey, have you seen Dennis? And they can be like, no, I haven't seen him. Or yeah, I, ha- I, did- I just saw Dennis. I immediately know, okay, that person has to go. Then I can, yeah. you know, and this person has no idea that they're Dennis. They, they have, they, it's over their head. They have no idea. <laughs> so then I can be like, Oh my gosh, let, let, come over here, come with me. Let me get you, you know, a chatterbait shirt. Can, come, come, come with me. I, I've got stuff for you, you know, and then we distract them. We get them away and, and it's, we've, we're so lucky. We've never had any major issues. Um, and then the person gets distracted and then they find a new shiny object and they walk away. Oh my goodness. I'm sitting here now thinking there'll be someone that'll be called Dennis that'll really come to the booth. Be like, hi, my name's Dennis. And they'd be like, and everyone be like, someone just say Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm okay. My name's Dennis, but I'm okay. I'm a nice guy. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't wait for that day to come. I'll be like, oh no. (laughs) You'd be like, I have to have a sign on them. I'm okay. I'm a nice guy. (laughs) But, you, you know, talking about, you know, offering safety as well you know do you have any wellness or sexual health practices in place we do you know we and it came from covid actually we started to realize like uh i I don't think there's enough conversations with parents and, and their children upbringing you know with so much that's available on the internet it's interesting to see the sexuality line keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed So we kind of wanted to remind everyone like, hey, what you see here is acting. Real intimacy does not look like this. This is all acting. So we, you know, we wanted to put verbiage like that. We wanted to put in verbiage of like, hey, if you need mental help, these are great resources. And because Chatterbay is, uh, you know, an international company, um, we offer help, uh, with various parts of the country, Europe, Colombia, Romania, United States, Canada. Um, Also, you know, sexual health. Maybe you think you have an STD. Maybe you're a sex addict. Maybe all these different aspects to it. Um, So we created a sexual health and wellness page for both broadcasters and for fans to just have the tools to reach out. I I like that. I think I'll go and take a look myself. (laughs) Surely I'll be like, is it easy to find? You just go to chatterbait.com and then is it easy to find? Yeah, it's in our support portal. So support. Okay. So it's like support.chatterbait.com. <laughs> and I mean, it sounds like Chatterbait has got so much going on and so much support for both the fans and the creators. So, you know, tell me like, like what is it? You've told me so many things, but I, I, I want to know, you know, what is it that makes 
a webcam website such as Chatbait so successful? First thing that comes is, you know, we we have open source code. And what that is, it, all the apps and bots that you see on our platform um, were developed by the community. We realized early on that a lot of people who are using the platform uh, had engineering backgrounds. So why not allow them to build what they want to see on the platform? So whether it be games or useful bots or helpful bots, the community built those. And I think there's well over 600 you know, <laughs> apps and bots on the platform. For broadcasters, we make it easy. There's a, a rating on it. So the more money that the app makes, um, the higher ranked it will be. And it will tell you. So we'll show you the top money-making apps and the most helpful bots just to make it easy. But if you're looking for something kind of hyper-specific, you know, I'm sure it's there. So that's one of the things, you know, and it's also like bragging rights, you know, if if you have like the number one app, you know, broadcasters see it. it, they see made by and then the username. And then if that username comes into your chat room, you recognize that person. So yeah. it's also like kudos of like for the user, like I made that. Yes, that's nice. me. You're using my app. <laughs> uh, so it's a great way to retain um, fans onto the platform, give some bragging rights. And uh, so I that's Probably number one that sets us apart, our traffic, our inclusivity, uh, facts that we're not an unknown company. Like people know Shirley is associated with Chatterbait and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I travel a fair amount for the company. So it's, I'm not hard to find. And I think you want to know and meet someone who's cutting your check, you know, biweekly. You want to be able to put a name with a company and know if I need help. I, I can go to a specific person. Nice. I want to ask you, Shirley, because I saw something that you're involved in women and adult outreach organization. So it's it works, it empowers and supports the many women and people that work in adult entertainment. So what I, this was kind of interesting for me. I saw it and I thought I wanted to ask you about it. What type of support have you given and how would some of the content creators that are listening to this podcast benefit? Yeah, so it's WIA, and it's a branch from Expiz. And when I saw the opportunity for Chatterbait to sponsor the WIAs, we immediately jumped on it. It's women and adults. And it's great because it doesn't matter whether you're on your executive level or on a content creator level. This is uh, where every single Expiz, we have a meetup. Um, we do things from like hiking um, to playing games to yoga. Um, I think for Expos Miami coming up, we're going to do a sound bath, which I'm super excited about. A little meditation, a little sound bath. Um, but it's a great way for, to, for women to kind of, one, network, uh, above all, network. Two, to, to kind of find support, you know, and, and be able to kind of be open about your position, your struggles, uh, how to... Uh, you know, we all face issues. You know, I, I have, you know, I'm a mother, you're a mother. It is so incredibly hard to be a working mother. Yes. At the same time, it's also incredibly hard to be a stay at home mom. I don't know who has it harder. I just know it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us, check, check. <laughs> Both of them are incredibly difficult. Uh, but it's nice to be able to 
surround yourself with other women who are in the adult space because the reality of the situation is we sometimes might get criticized by our non-industry uh, friends. And so it's nice to be able to have a safe space to talk about um, some of our struggles that we're facing within the industry. And I think women need to support women, uh, end of story. And that's what WIA does. And we're so incredibly lucky that we're able um, through Expiz to acquire that sponsorship. And I'm not letting that one go. <laughs> that one's special nice. to the heart. <laughs> nice. I, I won't be in Miami, but I, it's take, <laughs> when you've got a child, it's like, you, you gotta like, this is part of being a mom, you know, you've got to weigh up the benefits. You know, if I'm going to go to that place or I'm going to travel there, um, what are the benefits that I'm going to gain versus like the expenses and the pitfalls that is going to be left behind. So I, I can't see me going to Miami, but I'll probably be at some of the other expos events in Los Angeles. I'll be, I'll be looking out for you, Shirley. Yeah. I, find, I, I love meditation. It's so like... Oh, me too. It's so nice. Peace. Yeah. just peace and that time to just escape and just like let your body just not have to think about anything else I agree yeah so an expo's Miami not to make you a little jealous but oh no it out there it's on the beach oh where it's gonna be at sunset we're gonna have candles right on the beach and we're gonna have yoga mats and it's just gonna be a really um relaxing point where you know we can put our best foot forward for the trip you know put positive vibes out there have positive thoughts you know to manifest what we want out of the show and that's i think going to be an excellent way to start um you know expos miami so we're excited well i'll be there with you in my mind <laughs> <laughs> sounds fabulous so Shirley, what direction do you see webcam moving towards in the future? Oh my gosh, you know, it's wild to see some of the stuff that's already happened. Uh, you know, Chatterbait was the first cam site to have a live hentai cartoon, Oddly Abby, and I think the account name was chatterbait.com forward slash hentai live. And it was remarkable. And now um, it's a step further with very sophisticated equipment. Uh, we have Project Melody. She's kind of like a 3D character. And uh, it's a real person. So all the movements that you see Project Melody do, it's not someone sitting on a keyboard commanding it. It's someone really actually moving. It looks like it's, so it's someone moving it, but it looks like they're in cartoon hentai form. Yes, exactly. Wow. It's very sophisticated and, and Project Melody is, you know, doing great. Um, you know, she started at like on Chatterbait's, then she launched her Twitter shortly after. And I think she has like over 430,000 followers on, on Twitter um, now. And so she came in. But it, it's interesting to see the creativity. Um, and, you know, because we have like OBS and are we're kind of like a more technology type advanced platform than some of our competitors, it's interesting to see some of the um, scripts that people are writing so they can customize their chat rooms to their liking. Everything from custom tip sounds or graphics. And, and to nurture that growth, Chatterbait recently launched Events API. And it's incredibly hard to be a broadcaster. You have to think about every single time you jump on online, it's a TV show. No one wants to watch the same TV show over and over. So you have to deliver something for your audience to continuously be engaged. 
It's our responsibility to allow them to have the tools for their creativity to shine. And so Events API allows anyone to build anything that they want. So if they want um, custom sounds or they want better metrics, you know, or they could use our API to build out all of this. I mean, really the possibilities are endless and it's amazing for broadcasters and even so for, for adult companies who are looking for free exposure on our platform, you know, build an app. You know, if someone has a toy and they're using that toy for that show, why not build an app for that toy? And every single time they meet a goal, why not have your logo just be plastered all over the page? So, (laughs) uh, so, I mean, the capabilities on it are, are just endless. So we kind of did that for two reasons, because we constantly approached by companies wanting exposure on our platform. So we figured that'd be a great way to nurture that growth and also yeah. nurture the creativity to give more power to our broadcasters. Um, because at the end of the day, they're creative people. A lot of artists, they're musicians, they're all kinds of things outside of casting on our platform. And, and it's, a, it's a common characteristic that I've seen of meeting so many people from our platform. It's a very creative crowd. So we often get tips, you know, that are thousands of dollars, $10,000. We recently, not long ago, had one that was like $25,000. Um, It's amazing how much money our broadcasters are making. And, you know, we don't publicize it, unfortunately. I try. I try really hard. Um, Broadcasters usually decline it because then, you know, it for future shows, if someone was in the chat room, they're like, oh, no, you you made X amount of dollars on your last show. I'm going to say so most broadcasters don't allow us to publicize it. Most tippers don't want that kind of attention. Um, So unfortunately, we don't publicize it. But those big tips are definitely there, Uh, you know, and it's remarkable and it's so cool. And I wish, you know, I could, you know, brag about who made what, but I can't. But just know that someone is there for everyone. Don't get discouraged. And yes, you know, you will make a lot of money. (laughs) Nice. So, so just, and now I'm curious now, I'm really curious. So in a month, like what is like the typical range that someone can make as a webcam model? I think there's so many variables that makes that a hard question to ask or to answer because, you know, it kind of depends how long have you been on the platform? How much time are you spending on the platform? Are you double streaming or are you being super only hyper-focused at one platform at a time? So... I, it's, it's a hard question. You know, really you, you, what you put into it is really what you get out. This is the best way I can answer. (laughs) Put your hard work in and you will get paid generously, you know, get, get to be your fans favorite. Yes, exactly. In a sentence or two, what piece of advice would you give someone wanting to become a webcam model? Be yourself and have fun. If you're silly and goofy, be silly and goofy. Jump on cam with a silly costume. You know, like be really be yourself. Um, and it sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. <laughs> just be yourself and, and just give it to them. Yes. And Shirley, mm-hmm. where can people find Chatterbait online? Yeah, so go to chatterbait.com is our domain. And uh, 
If you want to find us on social, we're on twitter.com forward slash chatterbait. We are not really on Instagram because Instagram found chatterbait to be sexually suggestive word. And so we're not on there. So we're just yeah. a platform. Oh, and- same here. <laughs> <laughs> my, my very lame account, Tanya Tate, verified on Instagram, was too sexual. My, my account's lame compared to many others but hey you know they make the rules so thank you so much Shirley for coming on for taking the time to talk to us here on MILF's Making Money podcast oh thank you so much for having me I had a blast thank you (laughs) thank you Thank you all for joining me on Tanya Tate Presents MILF's Making Money. Remember, be quick to listen, be slow to speak, be slow to anger. I know you can all listen. Listen with love, listen to those around us and listen before you respond. And let me know if any of my discussions have inspired or helped you in any way. Or is it something that you've been inspired by and you want to share with others? I want to know your thoughts. Leave me a voice note on my SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate. Maybe you have a suggestion for future topics for a show or a question that you might want me or one of my guests might be able to answer and give you advice on. You can leave feedback or ask me questions that are relevant to MILF's Making Money podcast using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can also ask by commenting on my latest posts on Twitter at Tanya Tate, Instagram at Tanya Tate XO, YouTube, which is Tanya Tate Tube. But of course, I do love listening to my SpeakPipe voicemails. Let's listen to some of my favorite SpeakPipe voicemails of the week. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Caller 69 here. That was a great podcast with Julia Ann, and it was really cool how both of you went through your decision-making, the process that you went through, very personal, and certainly the recovery that you both have gone through um, at the same time. So looking forward to hear all about your Vegas trip, and I hope you're doing well, and once again, happy birthday to you. Oh, Cola 69. That was so lovely. Thank you. I've just been serenaded. Happy birthday to me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that you have been listening to the last podcast, which was with Julia Ann. Julia Ann and me, and we were talking about our surgery, our recovery, our feelings, all the things that we went through. So it it was really nice to share it and be really open about what we went through, you know, physically and emotionally when you go through the surgery it's it's changing our bodies thank you for listening i'm glad that it really entertained you and you appreciated it because we appreciate you listening to it as well and of course i did go to las vegas i probably posted somewhere on my social media that i was in and about las vegas especially on my premium social media i know that i was already giving you some glimpses of what was going on in that hotel room (laughs) (laughs) I think we had a few little role plays going on in that hotel room. So yes, and I did 
give a little bit more insight earlier in the show as to what happened in Las Vegas. And for me, what happened in Las Vegas does not stay in Las Vegas. Of course, I bring it back. I bring the memories back and I share them with you. So thank you so much, Caller69. Thank you, everybody, for the birthday wishes. Thank you, anyone that sent me birthday gift, because, of course, I did open the gifts on my live stream, youtube.com slash tube and my Instagram, instagram.com slash tinyatatexo. So make sure that you are both subscribed to there because, you know, you never know when I'm going to go live. And if there is something that you still wanted to send me, you can send it to me any time of the year. It can be a belated birthday gift, an early Christmas present, a gift just because you want to share something. I'd love to receive it. You can find my Amazon wish list. It's on my link tree. Just search link tree and then my name, Tanya Tate, all one word. The wish list is on there. Of course, my official Twitter, Instagram. And you can also see on there other links to where you can listen to my podcast. Tanya Tate presents MILFs Making Money. And if you do love hearing me, you do want to get to talk to me one-on-one, you can do that via phone or video call. You know where to find me on my premium social media platforms. Sexpanther.com slash Tanya Tate. Onlyfans.com slash Tanya Tate. We can get to chat one-on-one over there. And of course, I can share more of what happened in Las Vegas because it does not stay in Las Vegas with me. It comes to you. And if you are listening to the podcast on Apple, Amazon, Audible, and are inspired by any of the words that you hear, please be sure to leave me a written review and give me five stars. You can also give me a five-star rating on Spotify, and I will be checking and giving shout-outs in upcoming episodes. This is Tanya Tate. Thanks for listening to Mills Making Money. I'm talking about listening. Remember, be quick to listen. Be slow to speak. Be slow to anger. Listen with love to those people around you. Now get out and go build your bank. (laughs) 